This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I have a really fun interview with Stephanie. She's a 5-1 cycle generator, and she's a Gene Keys reader and business coach who helps intuitive women attract clients, make money, and create content through their gifts. Today's conversation was so playful, and I really was so excited when I connected with Stephanie online because she has a different approach to bringing the Gene Keys in business, and so I just got super lit up slid into her DMs, immediately invited her to come onto the channel. And so today it's really cool because she really dives into the archetypes of the Gene Keys and we just compared and contrasted the way that we dive into our own Gene Keys and I got her to share a lot about her own hologenetic profile. So it's a really beautiful and fun conversation and I hope you enjoy it. So let's dive in. Well, welcome Stephanie to the channel. I'm so excited to have you here. So I'll just give a short backstory to the audience. So I literally stumbled across Stephanie's profile on Instagram and she's talking about the gene keys in business. And I got really excited because obviously if you're listening to this channel, you know that that's the work that I love to do. So I immediately voice messaged her and invited her to come on because I wanted to capture her story. And just, I really want to hear how she talks about the gene keys in business because it's just such an exciting topic and it's something that's not as common. So it's going to be a great conversation. So welcome to the channel, Stephanie. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I cannot wait to dig into this. It's going to be a great conversation. So let's start in the beginning. I'm really curious if you can share how you got into your business, or even if this kind of all weaves together, how you got into your business, how you discovered the gene keys, if you're into human design, and then we're just going to take the conversation from there. Yeah. So interestingly enough, I have been in the spiritual world for a really long time. I used to like dig into emotions. I was actually a psychic medium and it was one of those things like I knew about human design, but like for some reason it just would not click in my brain. Like it would not carry over and make sense. And so I was actually a lavender farmer for a long time. I was sitting at a farmer's market selling all of my stuff last year and just stumbled across somebody on like a Facebook group that was like, Hey, do you know a gene key reader? And I was like, what in the heckity heck is that? And I was just bored out of my mind. So I Googled it and literally became a troll for the next four months, just like studying it and becoming obsessed with it and realizing like that my intuitive work was ready to evolve. It was ready to grow from just like picking up on everything around me to like, what happens whenever we set the tone in our life? What happens whenever we like turn on these higher qualities and have like a roadmap to the things that will make us successful? So whenever I found the jinkies, I don't know if it was the same for you as you learned them, but it was like a million lightning bolts going through my system of like aha moments of holy cow, like I'm more capable than I'm giving myself credit for. Yes. Oh my gosh. I 
I adore this because what I love about the Jean Keys is that they're so feminine and flowy. And mm. I shared with you before we hit record that I got into human design first. And I, I learned about human design and Jean Keys at the same time, but went deep into human design. And yeah. I just find like, I love human design because we obviously have the body graph and it's mm. more systemic in the sense of like, this is your type strategy authority. But then the Jean Keys are so much more nuanced. And I find that people, they, they see themselves in a different light in the gene keys rather than human design where even though following your strategy and authority is very feminine it's still kind of a masculine like you know sort of category categorization of energy and whatnot where the gene keys are so flowy so I'm curious once you started to dive deep into this what had you bring it into the realm of business because I feel like this is something that obviously we're just both really passionate about yeah. So no, what's funny is it was like, I came across the gene keys at the time that I was actually like stepping out of the feminine flow and into like, what happens whenever I get my hands dirty and what happens whenever I like take action. And so a lot of things that I end up doing end up being kind of bass backwards, but it works out in the long run, but really like, I love to use them as this inspiration, as this guidepost of like, archetypes. So I don't know if you've done like any of the deep studying with like the archetype names of different gene keys, but for some reason that clicked so much more for me than just the words and the names of it. Like I, I'm a big fantasy lover. So like the Witcher and Harry Potter and all of that good stuff. Like, so I loved these archetypes that we could tune into and it almost became like mindset work where it's like, okay, I can hold myself as this thing. I can get ideas from this thing. So even writing an archetype down and like brainstorming out all of the different like kind of content that you could create from that point of view, just like jazzed my engine and made me really excited. Oh my God, that's so interesting how you take on the archetype of the gene key. And then obviously there's the shadow gift and city in that. Can you give an example, like talk about your life's work? Just because I, this is very different than how I approach it. So I love that we're literally about to share like two different things when it comes to using the gene keys in business. Yes. I have two really good examples for this. So my life's work. Okay. Like, I don't know if you felt this way whenever you discovered the life's work gene key, but I was so freaking excited. And I was like, Oh, this makes so much sense. So my life's work is the 32. And in my brain, they call it like the success Oracle. I think it's Christian Neige. I talk about her all the time. She's like a human design writer and she calls it like the archetype of the success Oracle. And when I heard those words, it was like that lightning bolt through the system of like, oh, that's what I've been doing this whole time with my psychic work. Like I've just been pointing people in the right direction of what's going to work out for them. But also being very aware of like, where my old failure mindset and like thinking about all the things that I used to do wrong, especially whenever I was like very swept up in the world of shadow work, where I was focusing on all of the things that I had done wrong, trying to fix them instead of like, what happens whenever we go to this new area of life of like things that we've yet to create, if we like decide to turn towards our future. So that 32 really helped me like instead of being so obsessed with the past and fixing everything, deciding like I'm ready to carry the torch and move forward and see what happens whenever I put all of my eggs in the basket of success. Like what it, what is it that I'm capable of? And so a lot of my content started, especially whenever I started talking about the gene keys was like from that mindset of success versus failure that I found in the 32nd gene key. And another one that I have just been love, love, loving lately 
is the 56. They call it the comedian archetype. And whenever I started my business, I was trying to be like, all, I'm sure you understand this on a deep level, like all the other coaches, like doing the neutrals, just being like prim and proper with my little top hat. And it was just like boring the heck out of me. And it was so not like me. And so really interesting thing. Have you ever heard of the brand archetype quizzes, like the 12 different archetypes? Oh, I think I have, but I don't know if I've dove into it. Yeah. I think I've heard it about it in passing. I'll, I'll have to send you a link because it's really interesting how those play in with the gene keys. So I've been nerding out on those. So one of my, my brand archetype was talking about the comedian. And then also in my gene keys, it says the comedian. So I've really been like bringing that forward with like more bright colors, like goofy stuff, like memes. And it's like, ah, I feel so excited, like more than I ever have before in my business. So whenever we listen to our gene keys and we like use that as a guidepost, you never know what kind of like fun stuff is going to stir and purr in your system and come out. Oh my gosh. I love this. So the archetypes, are you literally using the I Ching book and the archetype names for each or like where specifically are you pulling the archetypes? Cause I know that like the 64 gene keys are the 64 streams of consciousness. And then mm -hmm. in, I know that in human design, that each gate has their own name, but I yeah. think there's like a couple things that are crossing over right now, which I, which I'm like really interested by. Cause I have a lot of like mutative energy in my human design chart. So when things start like synthesizing, I'm like, Oh yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Nuance. I call it the kitchen sink approach, to be honest with you, where I gobble up because you know, there's not a lot out there on gene keys. And it was one of those things. Well, unlock your design is a really cool website. It's like one of the like if you Google Gene Key 14, it's going to be like the second or third link down there. They have beautiful pictures and they they talk about it in the archetype. And then also, like I mentioned, uh, Christian Nige, she talks about it through the human design lens, but uses the archetype name. And so just through studying the I Ching, like you said, and, um, and just Gene Keys and human design, but also through like actually doing readings. And I'm sure that you get this on a deep level being the two where it's like, you can't always explain where your understanding of it comes from. So after gobbling up those other pieces from other people, I started letting it like shine through my own heart, my own stories, my own experiences and creating my own archetypes that have really helped me to understand it on a different level. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is so good. I can only imagine whenever you get, I feel Anyone with an undefined G-Center or somebody with an undefined throat uh -huh. is like, you know, this is the voice you can use and this is the archetype you can slip on. Like, that's so fun and it makes it really playful. And that is one of the things I really loved actually when I found your page and your this playfulness that you have and the colors and everything like that, com that comedian vibe. Like, I, I think that's great. And it's funny because the 56 is known as the gate of the storyteller and human design. So it's like telling stories and you're constantly yeah. talking about how you can tell your story, your yeah. business story through the gene keys. Right. So that's so cool. Isn't it fun? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that you're bringing a funness to it because I think a lot of business approaches when it comes to strategy, it's like, okay, how can we figure this out? You know, it's like the seriousness of like doing the right thing and having things be, you know, just super, you know, cross your T's and dot your I's, right? But this is just yeah. so playful. So I love that you're bringing that energy to this. Oh, well, thank you. And I just, 
I, I feel like there's a place for everybody with this stuff. That's why I always say like, there's a reason that somebody new comes into the fitness industry every day. There's a reason that somebody new comes into human design every day, like not to repeat the same words over and over again, but like sharing it through your point of view, sharing it through your voice, through your experiences, like the things that you think is important is just the grooviest thing. Yes. So good. So I'm curious, cause actually I'll share a little bit about the work that I do. And one of the things that I love is looking at the sequences as a whole. So we're talking about the specific gene keys and now I want to look at the sequences with you. And one thing that kind of clicked for me, similarly to how you said you have these like thunderbolt experiences of, oh my gosh, like these realizations, I started to look at the three sequences and it's like the activation sequence is here to physically activate us and really create that core stability within our body. And then I started to look at it through the lens of, well, how does this create that core stability in my business? Like what are the common challenges that I experience in my business and how can I leverage this to create the foundation? Because when we have the foundation, then we move into the Venus sequence, which is all about the, you know, the unconditional love, right? And really looking at the relationships that we have, the connections we have, the triggers from, you know, the IQ, EQ, SQ. And I'm like looking at this and I'm like, okay, well, how is this, how is this your roadmap to connecting with your ideal client? How is this your roadmap to how you're going to connect with your team members and look at your behaviors and your emotional patterns and so on? And then obviously, I feel like the Pearl sequence is just naturally very entrepreneurial because it's all about being of service, but just bringing that clarity of like, you know, the vocation when it becomes the thing, like your core talent that you're here to share to be of service and your culture really being about the ambience that you create with the people that you're collaborating with. And then the Pearl being like your simplicity in prosperity of like what it is you have now and not just being money hungry and having big numbers and so on, but it's like putting the collective and yourself first from like a service perspective. So that's kind of like, the, the realms that I play in. And I'm curious how the sequences show up for you. Cause I love the way that you, you approach the gene keys from the archetype lens in, in the way that you were sharing so far. Well, I think that you like hit the nail on the head when it came to the activation sequence. I love the way that you explain it because there's such important things that we like build into the foundation of our business, you know, and it's just like, it's exciting to learn more about ourselves. And sometimes like whenever you get, like you read something or you hear something that really is your superpower that maybe you weren't acknowledging in yourself. It's like that big aha moment of like, of course I need to just like lean into doing this more. Um, a very interesting thing that I see with like the Venus sequence, which I feel like a lot of people want to like take that out of the equation and like make it something different. And me coming from a background of, like where I had just decided to walk out of the shadow work realm. Like I had felt like a spiritual paleontologist for years, like digging through the bones of my past. And I was like ready to move forward. So I feel like A, that like prepared me for looking at the Venus sequence, but B, like there's so much about how our emotions formed, how our brain formed and how our brain thinks. And like what that childlike spirit in us craves that we can bring into our business and how we work with other people. So I think that's super cool. And then the pearl sequence, everybody wants to save that for last. And I would do TikTok readings where I would just do like mini reads on people's pearl sequences, just like hundreds of readings, because I was like, as many people need to know about what makes them special, what makes them unique so they can go out there and start using this as possible. So it is, it's so much fun to look at that pearl sequence. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love, I love what you were saying about the you know the obviously the behavioral patterns in the venus sequence and looking at how that'll influence 
you know, the, the childlike approach that we have to business. So again, like really keeping, keeping that playfulness and that mm-hmm. commitment to, you know, not having it be so serious. And I know that serious is obviously a shadow of one of the gene keys, right? So yeah. it's just like, yeah, how can we keep that playful feminine flow in the work that we do? And so I think that's so cool that you just, you just love sharing so much, especially when you're doing those readings on TikTok. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. been really fun, especially because most people just don't even know about the gene keys yet. Like you were saying a little earlier, a lot of people are learning about them through human design, but if people haven't even like gotten into their human design or they're barely just like learning their types, it's like the gene keys comes along. It's like, that's a whole different thing. And then not only do you look at the gene key chart and you're like, what is this business? This is like 11 circles. What does this mean? Where when you look at a human design chart, if you're familiar with chakras in the human body, you're like, okay, like I kind of get that. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. I would love to dive into contemplating some of your gene keys. Cause I have your chart here. Are you open oh, to that? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I, you know, what's funny is I was looking at your pearl, you have 33.4. So the Mm -hmm. shadow of forgetting mindfulness and revelation. And then, yeah, I also have a four line in my pearl as well, the charity line. And so I'm curious how this shows up for you in business or just in prosperity, because I think that this is just, I love this, this sphere. I mean, I love all of them, but like in this moment, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. I actually just did a post today about the pearl as well. And I, I think the money motivator part is so important, but, um, whenever like jumping into that 33rd gene key, that one like drove me crazy at first. I don't know if you experienced this as well, where you had a few where you butt heads with them and you're like, you're either boring or like, I don't, I don't like you. I've already dealt with you enough. Like I figured it out. And I remember the archetype of it was called the shaman. And it was after like, after my being in the spiritual realm for a really long time. So I was kind of like, I've already done like shamanism work. I've already like, that's, that's my pearl. Like I wanted to be something fun. And what I came to realize with that, and this is where like the contemplation does come and come into it as well as like you sit with it for a little while and see what fun ideas come for you. But really, I finally got that like click moment whenever I heard it called retreat. And for me, like contemplation is so key. And I think, is it contemplation that they talk about in the 33 a lot? Is that the what am I thinking of? Um, yeah. So the mindfulness, yeah. so forgetting mindfulness, yeah, the mindfulness. Like, so it's like, there's like a natural oh. contemplation in that. Yeah. Yes. It's like, it's like, you're the master contemplator. So we talk about contemplation a lot in the gene keys, just as a whole, but this 33, like really zooms in on like, you're a master contemplator. So I had to realize that I do best whenever I'm not swept up in everybody else's stuff. Like I used to answer the phone, like this is the line five too. I used to answer the phone for like all the same people every single week and like help them sit, like solve their same problems just with a different mask on it. And I realized I was like, I need to be in my own energy way more and with my own thoughts. And, you know, I have the line two as well. So there's already like that natural little hermity vibe. But once I started doing that and like not doing the same things that I used to and really just like, what does Stephanie want? Like, what does Stephanie think is important and sharing from that point of view, I had so much more energy than I've ever had because I wasn't like pulling people out of ditches anymore. And instead, like I was able to get online and teach like thousands of people every week and empower other people. So 
the retreat has been such a blessing that 33, like the pulling back into just like what I'm doing so that I can come out like a bat out of hell whenever I am ready to come out. And then that four, I don't know how you've experienced this before, but like that, uh, the point four in the pearl as the money motivator, that being charity, I get so excited. Of course, like charitable causes. Like I, I have this big like oomph and fire of whenever I hear about something that I really love, I'm like, oh, that's another thing to make money for. So like rhinos in Africa, I like was watching a show and I was like, they were like saving these rhinos in Africa. I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. But also like giving to the people in our lives. If you felt this before, like where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to take my husband on all the vacations and do all of the things without even blinking an eye. Like that's me giving back. That's me being charitable. And that like lights a fire under my booty. Even on those days where you're like, do I want to get on Instagram and sell? Or like, do I want to do that live? It's like, yes, like let's create a kick-ass life from that. Yes. Oh my gosh. I really love what you're sharing about the fourth line because it was funny when I first heard about it, I was in a weird mindset about it. Cause it was like charity, like you're just giving, giving, giving. And then my scarcity mindset at the time was like, well, then if I'm just constantly giving, like, when am I taking care of myself? Like, cause it's very much in the energy of like giving everything away. But then I really, as I sat more at the gene keys in that fourth line, I have the 15.4 in my pearl. And so, you know, there's that, that fluorescence and that magnetism in that, in that sphere. But I was like, no, I just, I love giving for the expansion of the experience, you know, like if I have people come over for dinner or something, it's like, okay, I'm going to do all the dishes, make sure the, everything's prepped, like just making it as abundant as possible. And I even find too, like having my podcast channel and I have so many freebies, like there's just so many free resources that I love to give like this over delivering and it just feels really good to do that and this weekend I literally did a burpees charity event where we did burpees to fundraise for kids and it was so effing hard (laughs) but it was fun right so it's just yeah I can totally relate to that fourth line and it is is it is about creating that prosperity and naturally that is in the pearl which is like the hub for prosperity right yeah I feel like that that fourth line, especially there even has the vibes of like the 27th gene key where it's like, don't fluff the pillows unless you love fluffing the pillows, like do the things that feel really good to you, because then you're going to be giving from like that overflowing cup rather than like feeling depleted and feeling resentful. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is so good. I love hearing you share about your gene keys. Cause it's like, I obviously am getting a different perspective, which is so fun. Okay. I want to ask you, Kate, earlier you talked about you know, butting heads with some of the gene keys where it's like they're boring or they're confusing. I would love to hear your insight on your culture sphere having the 62.4 because the 62 with intellect, precision and impeccability. I feel like it's a massive WTF and I've like contemplated this and thought about it. And it's just, I'm really curious to hear what that's been like for you, especially in your culture sphere. Like how do you connect with people through that lens? I'm so excited you asked this question because like that was like probably one of the two gene keys that really like lit a fire under my butt. And I was like, whoa, like I got to take this seriously. And I love this. And it didn't like click overnight, mind you. It was one of those things like I was sitting on the couch, like eating half of a watermelon. And I just like had that realization of like, Stephanie, if you don't start using your voice, like nobody's coming to be like, here's a stage, here's a book that you wrote, like, here's the perfect time to get online. And so 
what that 60 second gene key has taught me is, and like, this is such a big, like core foundation of what I teach. Cause I believe that we teach from our keys. We teach from our human design, but it's all about a, like the importance of using your voice. And the 60 second gene key says, once you start to use your voice, absolutely nothing in your life will ever be the same. And I used to be the squirrel that would hide behind my writing and post like two or three times a week, treat my business like my side girlfriend instead of like the golden girl that she was. And so I realized like I needed to get on lives more. I needed to speak. I needed to teach on like insight timer, things like that. And so I started like, even though my voice was cracky and scared, I just started teaching through the sweat, through the fear, through the wanting to walk in my pool with my clothes on and just like using my voice until it became like a normal thing. So it's very real for people whenever they start their business and like going live and getting on camera to be like, well, this other person is so confident. Like, how can they, like, how can I be like that? And it's like, it just takes time. Like confidence is built every, you, I'm sure you understand this. Like every single day in your business, more and more confidence is built. But with that 60 second gene key, it's about throwing this idea of getting everything perfect out the window because I could have sat here, same as you, I could have sat here and taught from the gene keys from this book word for word and not offended anyone and just did it so perfect, but they could have picked up the book and read that. Like if, if that's what, if like that's the information they were drawn to, they could pick up the book and do that. So I had to get over myself and say, Hey, Stephanie, like the way that you see it is important. Like your point of view, your stories and filtering it through your system and speaking it from your heart is going to be the way that it opens the door for so many more people to understand this. And this is gene keys aside, like whatever you're doing, making fancy pancakes, wiring houses, like you have your own way of speaking it, of telling the story. And that just allows like a whole nother audience to be opened up to that information. So I love, 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 love the 62. Oh my gosh. I love what you just shared. Like that was just so, so good, you know, and it's funny because of the four line, the network, the way that you shared to get up and share your voice, like obviously to share your voice is to go and be social, right. Uh -huh. To go onto different platforms, connect with the different people and that yeah. like giving people that, that permission to, mm -hmm. to show up. Right. Oh, that's so good. So good. Oh, okay. I'm looking at your gene keys and I realized that you have 15 twice. You have 15.3. I know. So yeah. I have 15. Actually, you know, it's funny. So I have 15.4 in the pearl. I mm -hmm. have uh, 15 in my purpose. And then you have it in your attraction in your SQ. So we literally have like right up the middle 15. <laughs> so I'm really curious to hear about your experience with the 15 in your attraction and then also the 15 in your SQ as well. Cause it's sometimes people are like, oh, well, it's the same gene key, but the line expression, the sphere, like it's so different. So I would love to hear, hear your thoughts and contemplations. I feel like, okay, so the attraction and these are like both like the spots that I have them in, they kind of feel married to me in a sense, because it's like the more childlike spirit I have, like the more that I attract in like all the right people. So they kind of just like bounce back and forth for me with those. But I always see this 15 as like, <laughs> this is one of my favorite descriptions, you know, like whenever we we're kids, how they'd show like the earth being flat and like the water flowing off of the edge and like ships falling off of it. I don't know if there was like a cartoon I saw when I was a kid that was like so vivid, but like the ships falling off the side of the edge. 
I picture this 15 being the one that goes all the way to the edge and then like does a hard turnaround and comes back and tells everybody the stories of like all their bravery and all their wildness and like they crave diversity. And so I realized like with this 15, all the things that I thought made me reckless or made me like crazy, like moving across the country to be a lavender farmer whenever I didn't know what lavender smelled like, or, you know, like doing all my psychic medium work. And I realized I was like, no, that is like what calls people in and makes me feel really fun and really excited in my business. So I'm sure you get this a lot, like doing things that are braver than most people would ever do. Like whenever you share those stories, even if people aren't as squirrely and wild as you or go as far as you do, you inspire them through your story to do things out of the ordinary. And I feel like that's like a whole bunch of what that 15 has wrapped up in one. Yes. I relate to the, in, in human design, it's known as the gate of extremes. Uh And so it's like when you're talking about that courage and bravery, like that is going to an extreme because you're hitting the edge of your comfort zone, right? So it's just, and it's also the extremes. The way that I've explained it when I look at the shadow gift in city is that that shadow of dullness is like a lack of polarity, right? It's just, it's neutral. And then we look at the gift of magnetism and it's like, okay, well, what can I do that extreme sort of like courageous behavior or action like what can I do to create a magnetism like something needs to shift otherwise I'm just stuck in this neutrality and then we get into that energy of fluorescence which is like the natural flourishing and the timing of the things that we experience so that's so cool I love the visualizations that you give like the archetypes and then I was like literally visualizing in my mind this like flat earth and making the hard turn like that was just really that was really playful yeah that's so cool oh my gosh so how do you experience it differently in the attraction sphere versus the the SQ? Like, do you notice, like, what are some of the similarities and differences there? Because they do each have their own energetic imprint and they're different planets as well. I think it's just like the intention that I put into things, you know, like if I'm going to be like, Hey, I want to tap into that childlike spirit. Like then I will zoom into that. But it's like, Hey, if I really want to like call in people, like I'll make a post about like some type of like me being brave or me being different. So I don't know about you, but I've always just like seen them as kind of like blending together. Almost all of these jinkies, like how do they marry each other? Like I used to sit in the shower and I would think about different ways you could combine different jinkies and what you would call it. (laughs) Like, that's just like how it made sense in my mind, like how they would work together. Yes. And it's funny because that's one of the things I love about the gene keys is that people think, oh, you start at your life's work and you finish at your brand. But it's like, it's you can really contemplate the gene keys at any point. I actually started in my pearl sequence when I first got into the gene keys. I did the pearl sequence retreat with Richard Rudd like two years ago now. And uh-huh. I just really, I wanted to focus on redefining my relationship to money. And then after I went into the activation sequence and then I did the Venus sequence. So it's like, there's no right way to do it. And people think it's a linear experience, but it's like a spiral, you know, and sometimes they illuminate and then they, they dim and it's just, it's a very fluid experience. So I love that you are finding that connection between, you know, the spheres, just sometimes marrying each other and having that connection. Yeah. I also call it like double mint gum, like double the flavor, double the fun. Like if you have repeating numbers, cause that's a question that I get a lot is like, what does it mean if I have, cause I have like the 32 in a bunch of different spots. Like if you pull up my human design chart. And so it's one of those things. It's like, you're just really strong at that thing. Or like, that's something you really come here to master. So it's good for you to talk about. Yes. Oh my goodness. 
Can we dive into the 27 in your core wound vocation? The 27.4. Yeah. You have a lot of four lines. Actually, now yeah. that I'm looking, I there's the like, the, yeah, yeah, vocation, charity, network, like the three there in the culture. Yeah. And then also your EQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. I love always looking at um people's lines, expressions. There was a reading I did for a gal when she had seven out of 11 lines were four lines. Whoa. Yeah. I can't remember what her profile was in human design, but she wasn't a two, four, like she didn't have a four. And she was like, oh, this makes so much sense why I care so much about community and connection with others, even though she wasn't a two, four or one, four or whatever. Right. And I was like, that's so funny. Like there's always these layers of influence, you know, and it doesn't have to be like the profile. It can be in our gene keys as well. So anyways, quite, coming back to that core wound vocation, I would love to hear your experience with the 27 because I haven't actually contemplated it that much. Mm-hmm. And I, I've gotten hung up on, so we have the shadow of selfishness, altruism and selflessness. And mm-hmm. I'm curious what your experience is, even with the gift of altruism, because that's kind of a fancy word. Like there's sometimes the words that are just very elusive in the yeah. gene Like, what does this even mean? Yeah. So it's very interesting how sometimes we can look at certain gene keys and we can see like where they played out in our past, right? So there's always been this undertone of that 27 of like that nurture in my system because like I wanted to be um, a biologist and work with elephants for a while. And then I was like, well, I'm not good at chemistry. So like, I'll just go to re- regular nursing school. Yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah. And so then it was like, it went into all of these different things. And I started doing the lavender farming and making all natural products. And then even like the psychic medium work, there was always that undertone of like nurturing something and caring for something and loving something. And I think that like with each time that I evolved, that just changed. And I got even more specific about like what it is that I want to give. Cause kind of like we're touching on earlier, like don't fluff the pillows unless you want like, unless you love doing it, like don't offer to make the casserole for someone, unless you're like casserole crazy, like do the things that you love. And then it'll just be like this endless energy that like keeps on flowing through you and you'll want to give, and you do feel like selfless in a sense. And so it's just been like mastering that with each different, each different level of my life, I feel like. And then with the fours, all of those crazy fours, I used to be so scared to just the way that you did like reach out and say like, Hey, you want to like work together? You want to do these things? I used to be so, so scared to do that. But whenever I basically got over myself and just started like reaching out to all these different people, whenever I saw somebody, I was like, I want to talk with them. I want to have them like podcast, you know, Instagram live. It was one of those things that I opened up a whole different level of my business because I was getting in front of other audiences, but also it was just like this bravery piece of tapping into that four that if I didn't do that, if I did, like, if I just stayed in my little shell, I wouldn't be where I am now. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I love this. I love how just even my own experience, the gene keys has been a massive permission slip and it sounds like for you too, it's been a massive permission slip. And I love how they say that the golden path is like the journey to illumination. Like it is us literally illuminating ourselves and Mm -hmm. allowing ourselves to be fully self-expressed so it's like so cool I love hearing the way that you see the gene keys and how they show up for you like it's it's always so fun to hear other people's perspectives I think I have a completely open Ajna so it's like I love seeing and hearing how people see things and and how they how they think about them and, and everything so beautiful 
Yes. It's so neat to hear everybody's different interpretations that aren't like strictly by the book. Cause by the time you do readings for people, or you've like sat with that for a long time, it has a totally different point of view than like anybody else on the internet could ever give you. So it's really cool to talk to other people that feel that same way and speak that same language. Yeah. It's so good. Can you share with our listeners, some of the, the services and things that you offer, like how you work with clients and support them in their business? Yeah. So I have one-to-one coaching that I do where I blend in the gene keys and just like mindset work in general. And honestly, like I had for a very long time where I was in the spiritual realm of like waiting for everything to just like show up and manifest and work for me. And I love speaking to intuitive business owners who are like, I'm actually ready to get my hands dirty. And then like use the inspiration of the gene keys to get like a lot of structure in their online business. So like, I love that part. I love the action part and helping people along with that. So I have the one-to-one, I have lots of different courses that I'm always putting out. So I'm doing a decode your keys again in September. That's all about like learning how to read the gene keys in a way that takes it instead of like six pages of information, we break it down into a paragraph, a sentence, an emoji so that it can like easily click in your system. Cause I don't know about you, but like in the very beginning, I needed gene keys for dummies, like, but it didn't exist. And so I just decided I was like, let's get down to the juice of it. Let's get down to the bones of it. And so that's what I teach as well. And just lots of other little like fun one-off things like that and masterclasses around different ways of using the gene keys that you haven't seen before. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that. And I really loved having you come on and I really love your playful energy and just like, you're so sweet and passionate the way that you're sharing about this. And it's like two sacral generators here, just super lit up (laughs) about the gene keys, which is so great. So thank you again for coming on Stephanie and I'm going to have even the link er earlier that you mentioned about the brand archetypes I think it was I'm going to put that in the show notes and then we'll have all the links and everything uh for reaching out for Stephanie if you want to connect and work with her and you have a podcast too I think you know what it is coming back to life again so yeah I'm definitely gonna have to have you on there because I have so many good people that I'm like we gotta get this we gotta get this up we gotta yeah perfect well you know what by the time this episode drops, it'll be probably, you know, up and going again. So what is your podcast channel? And I'm going to, I'm going to put that in the show notes. And even if you already have episodes up, people can dive in already. Okay. So it was, because this was back whenever I was focusing on mindset work, it was, um, I think it was think your way to success, but I'm changing it to keys to success because we're coming back to the gene keys. We're coming back to like all the different ways that different business owners use their gene keys and how they like play off of their strengths and their actual genius to make money in their business. Okay. Brilliant. I'm going to make sure that the show notes are updated so people can dive into that once they get the episode. So thank you again for coming on. I loved our conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I have enjoyed being here with you so much. Perfect. Thank you. And I want to thank all the listeners. I hope that you enjoyed our interpretations and contemplations of all the gene keys today. And of course, check out the show notes. And if you can take a moment to subscribe and leave a review, that would be amazing. And I will chat with you all in the next episode.